All right. Well, welcome everybody back to the Embracing Brokenness podcast. I have with me today a special guest. She's also a special friend, someone that I've known for years and we've met back, way back. I don't want to say too far back, but way back when I was doing some business coaching and consulting work. And I'll let her tell a little bit of that story. But I have with me Kristen Germain today. I'm going to, and here's what I have to do I have to read the bio because I, there's so much here. This is the I just see the smiles there. There's so much here. I can't possibly memorize it. So you have to bear with me. <laughs> okay. So Kristen's a founder and event planner of Dream Big, which I've, my wife and I have had the opportunity to participate in, which is amazing. Ignite your passion. She works full-time at Christ Community Church as the office director, as single mom to an amazing son who is 19. I met him. He is amazing. She's certified as a public speaker through the John Maxwell team and was previously enrolled in Nashville, well, the Nashville Artist Development University. She'll tell you about that, I'm sure. As a singer and a songwriter, Kristen has published three anthology books, The Beauty in My Mess, which I read, another good one, The Best Advice I Never Got, looking at, Wisdom for Our Daughters, which is what the subtitle that is, and... Parentpreneur Survival Guide, hmm. co-author edition. Right. In May of 2019, Kristen released her first single, Dream Big, which is based on her life and journals. And she'll be releasing another song in 2023 about domestic violence and her journey walking through that experience in her marriage, which again, I think we're going to get into a little bit today. Kristen, welcome. That was a mouthful. <laughs> that was a mouthful, Steve. <laughs> but, but it's apparently all the things I've done. So it's kind of fun to see, especially considering the first half of my life was not so fun, but you know, now I'm enjoying all the, the hard times that I walked through. I'm now enjoying the fruits of all those labors. So, <laughs> well, and we should, I mean, God is good. He's amazing. Um, I, I know so much of the story, but I couldn't possibly tell it as well as you could. I am so thankful you could join me though today because we're in a series that I started a few, well, probably a month or more ago, we took a little break and we're back into it again, called God's Stories. And uh, I thought of you, and we talked about this a while ago, and it, it wasn't as, as easy for us to connect, but I am so glad you could jump in today and we could make this part of the overall conversation that we want to have over the next few podcasts. So, Without further ado, tell me, where would you like to start? Because there's so much here. Oh, goodness, I know. There is so much to, to go through. Um, well, I guess we should just talk about how we met, maybe. How about okay, that? Sure. And sure. I mean, that because I was doing a completely different thing at that point when mm -hmm. I first met you, which um, I remember sitting in my car the one day, and I was listening to you on the radio, um, WJTL, and mm -hmm. so you were with like you said, your business coaching and all that. And I was at a place in my life where I was doing a single mom's event and just kind of trying to figure out some things for that. And so I just had that Holy Spirit inkling in my belly that I should call. And I, you know, I ended up contacting your organization at that point. And I got connected with you through that, just, I guess, randomly. I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah, know how. Not so, yeah, not so randomly, maybe, <laughs> as we're sitting here today, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe like divinely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know? And I remember you were not married yet. You were engaged, but I think mm -hmm. you were getting ready to get married. So that was super fun. 
That's seven, seven, eight years ago. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. about there we go. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so after that, I mean, we connected and we talked about some business things, but it really became more about what I was doing with my, it was the dare to dream single moms day out. And so you and your lovely wife ended up coming and volunteering. And, you know, I think we just, we just connected because our hearts of ministry and, you know, ministering to people with broken hearts and broken pasts and broken dreams. And, you know, God's done so many things in my own life to bring me to a different place now as even as a single mom and experiencing some domestic violence, some, you know, different things in my own marriage and my own life. But now here I am and God's been doing so many things with all of my brokenness to bring me to this place where I'm at right now, which is, is it really is. I'm, I'm, I wake up every morning. I'm just so thankful that I get to live this life that God designed for me. And so I, I want that for everybody because, you know, we should all have that excitement, you know, despite the brokenness, despite the circumstances, despite our past, you know, we don't have to stay in that place. And so. And that's a great reminder because, you know, brokenness, it's the name of the ministry, but I, I think that so often I get asked, well, what does that even mean? Embrace your brokenness. And I think there's, there's a piece of that, that uh, you, as you said, that since we all have to recognize at some level, we, we were born into a, a world at war and one that has a sinful nature to it all the way back to the garden. Some of us um, understand that a little better than others because of what we've experienced, you, you know, exception. And so I, I I love the fact that you um, you paralleled that experience you were having at that time, and even before that, with with why we're even here today. And so, tell me more about how that fits into our topic, though. How to, for your life, where would you like to pick up? Kind of explain your story. Well. <laughs> I guess maybe sometimes at the beginning, I mean, I just, you know, at my conferences, I talk about my horrible highlights and it's just basically five very traumatic events that happened, but my parents being divorced, then my mom marrying my stepfather who sexually abused me during my childhood, got out of that. And then during, during the time when I was still single, before I was married, I ended up having my one brother ended up getting cancer and he eventually did pass away. Um, but then I was married at the time when my brother passed away, but in my marriage, what was happening was there's a lot of domestic abuse happening. And that was not only emotionally, mentally, spiritually, but also physically, you know, so I literally got beat up a few times. And so, you know, so those are a lot of hurdles to get over. That was a lot of brokenness in my life. And when I moved here to Pennsylvania, I'm originally from New York, but I moved here to Pennsylvania. I moved here wanting to be um, healed and whole and started dealing with that brokenness, you know, so I started going to see a counselor, that kind of thing. Um, but then ended up, um, you know, ended up in a, like I said, marrying a guy who was very much like my past and didn't know it then, but, you know, because of how I grew up, how, you know, I was not taught my value, my worth, um, those kinds of things. I didn't know who I was in Christ and I didn't know that I deserved better. And so eventually the Lord helped me through that to realize my worth and my value. And I finally left my ex-husband when my son was three, he's now 19. And so it was one of those things that, you know, that was 
those were hard years and rough times. And I remember, you know, when I left my ex-husband, it was with the hope of, of reconciliation and being married and staying married, all of that kind of stuff, you know, only to find out he had an affair. And that was very hurtful, of course. And so at that point, I decided to get divorced. And I, I really struggled with that as a Christian because I felt like, God, are you really okay with divorce? You know, because we're taught in the church, you know, that God hates divorce, all of these things. But sometimes I tell people, you know, with my, my story that continued on as a single mom, sometimes God is more interested in not our comfort and healing something, but actually using our brokenness to help other people and to really bring them to a place because I have been able to reach hundreds of single moms because of my story. And I think, you know, did God not want to heal my marriage? Of course he did, but it takes two <laughs> to, to make that happen. And so if there's one party that's not going to make that happen, that makes it a little difficult. And so, like I said, so through the ministry of starting a single mom's ministry and, you know, and like I said, even as I was working full time and doing all these things, God just put such a burden on my heart to help other single moms, especially to know that, you know, God never called us to walk this road alone. And I think sometimes we stay in our brokenness because we think we need to figure it out ourselves when that's really not God's plan for us. His plan is to help you know, help us link arms together, you know, because we're so much stronger when we're linked together than when we, you know, continue on by ourselves. And let's face it, Satan is all about like keeping us in, you know, in darkness and loneliness and, you know, in bondage and, and, you know, just doesn't want us to know who we are and who God's created us to be. Well said. <laughs> well said. Well, you know, experience uh, puts the words in our mouth sometimes. You know, it's just a, it's a hard, it's a hard place to live from. I know that, um, you know, we've talked about this many times. And what I remembered uh, about being a part of that single moms conference that you did was watching. You did it for a few years, right? Uh, yeah. So there was, there was growth and change and and so much happened there was great stories that came out of that yeah from the moms that said wow you know I, there is an opportunity to see what god's plan really looks like for my life even though it feels broken right now and i and i remember i don't it was was there any one thing that would that stands out to you around that maybe a story that somebody told you that in, in your obedience to kind of go forward and share yeah the very first year that i put the event on the single moms dare to dream or not dare to dream mm -hmm. single moms day out um they there was one woman who came and she was an older lady you know and some of the older ladies who came who were single moms didn't feel like they belonged there and so because their kids had been grown and you know are in their 20s something like that but i was so glad this one mom came because she told me she said kristen this day like changed my life dramatically because she actually was debating committing suicide mm -hmm. and i will never forget that she told me that that day brought her hope she started going to church after that she started reading her bible you know i would spend time talking with her and and she just had all kinds of questions and and like i said this was an older lady i mean older than even i was and you know and i was just I think that's really, that story has impacted me the most because I just felt like, man, 
you know, like, thank you, Jesus, that you used that day to bring hope to a lady who could have ended up killing herself, you know, and I am so thankful that God used my brokenness, my vulnerability <laughs> to open up about my horrible highlights, you know, that I don't really like to talk about them, but I found that it's through my brokenness that other people find healing because they find courage, they find, you know, health and wholeness because they're like, wow, if she can do it and she can get out of that and look what she's lived through, then I can do it too, you know? And so that, that story, like I said, it has impacted my life in many, many times. And just realizing that God, thank you for not healing my marriage so that I could become a person that could bring hope to a hopeless mom, you know? And so that, that story, honestly, it carried me through many times, you know, cause you know, I mean, this conference was a lot of work because, you know, it was, you know, we were giving away, like we had a whole diva shop of like things that the community donated. We had gift baskets that every single mom, you know, received. We had personal care items we were giving away. There was childcare <laughs> from newborn to grade I five. You know, I remember. So much to that conference, but it was all worth it for that one who found hope, you know, and I know many others did as well, but that was very impacting and powerful to me. Well, and I, and you know, it's so good. I recall now that you told that story and what's, what will be even more fun to see in heaven someday yeah. is the story that that mom tells because of a life changed by Christ to say, or preserved, let's call it right. in the moment. Right. Like, and it's not just, look, let's, let's face it. If God wanted that, you know, her mind to be changed, it didn't take a single mom's conference, but you had the privilege right. of being obedient and preparing and putting something out there that, that had an impact on their life. And I think for, for our listeners, folks, listen, here, here's the, the highlight of all of this too. And we'll, we'll, there'd be many takeaways is that persevere, hang in there, Whatever your story is, uh, it can be used for God's glory, as Kristen often says. Yes. And so, um, like, obedience is not overrated. <laughs> it's underrated. And I think in, in a situation that Kristen has shared with you, and, and I have plenty of my own, but we're talking about Kristen today, that there is um, beauty from, for, from ashes. There is a way forward when we just step out in faith and do what God's showing us to do. And what I, I love about that and, and, and we'll transition because I know that you've, you know, you then went back, Lord was, would put a pause mm -hmm. on things, right? Of course COVID did too, but, 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 that's, yeah, but that's beside the point. I think the timing was just about the same when God said, look, uh, Kristen, um, something more I'd like you to do and to expand your thinking around this conference and around some things that you're doing. I mean, this, the song that you recorded is fantastic. I won't ask you to sing it, I promise. but I will, but I will put a link in the, in the description so that anybody else can hear it because it is a really cool song. Can't wait for the next one, but um, tell me a little bit about, or tell our listeners a little bit about this transition and what God called you into from that point on. Okay, well, that's where the story gets super fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's the best part. But um, where, so in 2018, that was the third year that I was doing the Single Moms Conference. And after that conference, all kinds of things started going wrong. And I just got some weird um, 
circumstances that happened after that. And I was like, God, what is going on? You know, I just thought, you know, there's something shifting here, but I didn't know it needed to be me that shifted, you know, and that year in January, God had given me the idea to do a song to raise money for the single moms event. Because if you remember, I was trying to raise thousands and thousands of dollars to put on this conference for the single moms. And so I remember driving to work one day and God was like, let's do a song. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's do a song. So I just um, had gotten done doing some podcasts with some friends and I reached out to the one named Frances and she loved the idea, but she was like, Kristen, I can't help you with this, but let me send you to my producer in Nashville. And I was like, what? <laughs> like that was kind of like, like one of those, like, okay, I didn't think about that, you know, but it was one of those things that, like I said, through the year, I connected with Eric, we created um, Dream Big, which is which is born out of my life, my journals, that kind of thing. So I'm considered a co-writer on that song. Went September of that year, went and recorded it in Nashville, which was another huge dream. I had forgotten at 13, God gave me this dream right in the smack in the middle of me being sexually abused and all of the bad stuff, God gave me this dream to sing a song and record a song someday. Little did I know it would be my song about my life, my journals, that kind of thing. And it was super exciting. You know, I'll never forget when I got it back, I was listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, is this really me? And so, you I know. I remember you taking Colleen and I, we sat in your car and listened to that. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. When you had that, that was so good. Wow. <laughs> I know. It was just such a, a divine moment. And I think it was at that point that God really started to show me that, Kristen, this is something new I'm doing. And this is not just for single moms, but this is going to be for everybody who has a dream from, you know, 13 and up, you know, no matter who it is, because we all have those dreams. We all have those things that God has planted in our heart. And so, in December of 2018, I was praying and God was like, I want you to invite men now. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like, I think I'm good. I don't think I need men being part of this thing. <laughs> you know? So, so I was like, but by the end of 2018 and I took time to fast and pray and just really dig deeper. And I was like, okay, God, if you really want me to invite men, then you got to make this happen. And I will be obedient, even though I don't like it, but I will obey. And so in January, I started to talk to different guys. And I think you were one of them, you yes. and your wife asking me to be part of um, being a workshop leader. And, uh, you know, and I got, honestly better response from the men than I did from the women. They were actually more inspired. And I just thought, well, this is something. Yeah, it is something, isn't it? <laughs> it is something, trust me. No, we, we're, we're not all that bad sometimes. No, <laughs> no, I don't think you're bad at all. I mean, and honestly, it's been something that has been really neat how a lot of the men in my childhood, in my marriage, were the ones who hurt me. And God is using dream big and men being involved to actually heal me. Yes. And so it's just been awesome to see how God redeems the past of what we've been through to then bring us to wholeness and healing. And so it's just been a phenomenal journey, honestly. So, And I, and I love because this past year when we, I think we changed venues because of your new yes. role, yes. Christ community. And I, and I just, it was it's so fun to watch because obviously you've, you know, you're a little more experienced on and doing these types of things. So the event was um, 
Very well done. And uh, in fact, I took some pics from it uh, because yeah. I just, you asked me to do that. And it was great to, to just participate a little from more of a different perspective and see people's reaction because I'm looking through the lens of a camera and I'm watching worship. I'm watching the faces and I'm seeing the engagement and the level of interest in people really wanting to press into and understand their purpose in life. And, you know, there's such a parallel with our ministry here because identity is the critical piece of once you understand who you are, once you understand as a child of God, you know, born into it may be a sinful world, of course, but, but we're saved and we, and, and we aren't seen by God the way we see each other. You know, we aren't seen from, a, from the brokenness that, um, you know, that exists in the world. And, and, I think, <laughs> and I think we have to be reminded of that fact. And a lot of times it takes more than just, um, I don't know, you know, reading the Bible and going to church and being, a, 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 you know, carrying your, you know, the posture of a believer in a certain way with, that we're trained to do. We have to want to go deeper into it. And, and through the conference, through the things that you're doing, through the challenges you put out there, because it's not just a, a one or two day conference, you're you're doing follow-up work, you're working in, in the church body, you're giving people the opportunity to do so online. So I just, I, I don't know, I, I, it's such an encouragement. And again, I want to go back to anybody listening here um, to, to just live out that purpose in a way that you're, you're available and you're willing to lay it down. You, it's so much more interesting and fun to watch God intersect life just the way Kristen described than it is for us to go out there and do things our way. Because both of us, right? Have we done it our way before? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you know, I wrote a book about it. So, so part, and, and I think part of yours shares that too. It is just, I don't know, it may seem rewarding for a minute or two, but it is nothing compared to, to watching people's, you know, come into their own and into the, into an understanding of the kingdom and the purposes in which they've been brought here. So uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I, I there's, um, a lot more we can get into. Um, what would, um, what more would you like people to know about even your own journey and how that relates to them as they look at, you know, and are challenged by the stories we tell and what we're, and we live this out. Right. Well, you know, one of the things that I was actually just talking to someone about this, it's a girl who is 28 and she just doesn't know where to go in her life. And she's such a picture of I think especially as Christians, we get stuck because we, we just want to know God's will. What's God's will? What's God's right. will? You know, But sometimes God's asking us, like, what do you want? You know, and he wants to give us what we want because, you know, when it's his will, of course. But the thing that I want to encourage people and the thing that I think has helped me the most is that, you know, yes, I want God's will. But when I've already prayed for it and I've already prepared for it, God will just lead me, but I have to be the one to walk the steps. I have to make the move. You know, that means walking. He doesn't say hopping, running, skipping, jumping in the Bible. He (laughs) talks about walking, which means one step at a time, one foot in front of the other and always moving forward. And so it doesn't mean we're ever going to take, not take steps back, but we're always, he always wants us to walk, keep walking, keep walking. And so many people get stuck and I'm a big prayer warrior but I feel like too many times we have, we say we have to pray about this and we have to, you know, before we can do anything. And that's good. It's good to take a pause, but it's also, we have to just take the step and know and trust that God is just going to, it's going to open and shut the doors that he wants open and shut. 
And so we don't have to worry so much. Is this God's will? Is this God's will? We're such worry warts. You know? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. But, I mean, you, you know, had to, you, you had to take, well, you got in the car and you drove to Nashville, didn't you? Right. right. Okay. I, and you yeah. didn't know everything that was going to happen. You hadn't, you know, you, and we could go on about this one. Well, I'm going to tell them to read the book or read or talk or go to your, where the website you're going to send us or wherever you want them to go to read more. But it is fascinating when you start to hear how God intersected that monumental moment in your life where this was a, a dream or something you had from when you were 13 years old. And then all of a sudden, so if you didn't walk, if you didn't progress, if you didn't move forward, you wouldn't have realized that yet it's not for you to get the accolades, right? So that's the, the cool piece of this is that, and it is a balancing act because, you know, the world wants to, you know, say, Kristen, hey, this is awesome. You went to Nashville, you recorded a song and, and it's released and you work with a great producer and, and it was what a great experience. And oh my gosh, Kristen, you're amazing, right? So, but in the end, it's God that's amazing. What you, what you did was put one foot before the other. And I often refer to it as picking up the breadcrumb in front of us, or I parallel it to the Israelites in the, in the desert as they're, as, as God dropped the manna for today on, on, on them. And when they tried to hoard it, it spoiled, right? So there's a, there's so much more to just that idea of moving forward. So yeah, continue on. Tell me else. What else is, your thinking in that regard. Well, I was going to say, I mean, so, you know, it's just important to walk, just walk, you know, just move, just do something, you know, because it's, you know, just stay sag stagnant. You're just going to stay there. And you know, like, to your point, you know, I could have said, oh, God wants me to do this conference and Jesus bring it together. And, you know, mm -hmm. and all these things and just sit there praying about it. But will that make a conference come together? No, I have to do my part. But the beautiful thing is that he comes and his anointing and his spirit comes into that place. And that's what I can't take any credit for that. I can't take any because I'm like, it truly is my story for his glory, because it's not something that I could pull off. And the stories that I have, like you said, when I've done it my way, things have not gone well. <laughs> when I do it God's way, they're like, they're so magnificent that I could not even make the pieces come together. It's just like when God led me to come to this church and I was literally living in Lidditz and I was headed towards Dillsburg. I drove by the church and felt like God just said, I want you to go there. And I'm like, you know, I live in Lidditz, right? <laughs> and this is in Camp Hill. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll do it. But every Sunday I drove to the church from Lidditz to Camp Hill, I was like, God, why do you want me to go to this church? And it felt like good and evil. You know what I mean? It was like. And, and for our listeners, and for our listeners in England, by the way, that's probably what a forty-five minute drive. <laughs> it's actually an hour. It's okay, an hour. I so, understated. Um, yeah. You know, so it was one of those things that I just, you know, I was not expecting. I mean, my whole story of God, how God brought me then to Camp Hill and to this job. I mean, it's a whole nother story. But it just was the fact that I just heard this voice in my head that said, I want you to go to that church, you know, when I'm driving. And so I just followed that, you know, and I, you know, I could have felt like, well, that was crazy. Why would, you know, why would I go to this church? But you just, you get that feeling in your belly that is like, 
you just know. And every time I would drive my hour to church, I'd come into the service and I'd be like, ah, this is where I belong. (laughs) And now I found my tribe, my people, you know, and I love my church. I love being here. I love my new job, you know, because I was working in the secular world. And so, Mm -hmm. like I said, whole nother big, long story. (laughs) But, but, you know, it's, it is that peace that, passes on understanding that God talks about it's it's um it's a garrison it's a it's a fortress when we know we're in the spot that God has placed us like we're and you have certain gifts and talents and abilities and part of what I know of you for example putting on a conference like this may be a lot of work but it is in your wheelhouse so you have a gift to be able to pull something like that together along with other gifts obviously singing Uh, and (laughs) some writing and speaking and a lot and doing a podcast with this guy. So there's right. a lot of things that, that God has kind of born into you part of your identity, but we have to live that out. Right? We have to be, we have to pursue that in our life with Christ. So um, this has been fun. I, I'd like, we could go on and on and on <laughs> and maybe we will, maybe we'll come back for another round. I think we will at some point, but okay. To wrap it up, you know, how can, you know, what would you like to to wrap it up with uh, in about a minute and a half and tell us how people can get in contact with you, what it is, if they want to, I'll put more info in the bio and in the, in the description, but go ahead. The time's yours. Okay. Um, one of the big things that God has done in my life is, is exactly what my conference is called. It's called Dream Big, Ignite Your Passion. Big stands for bring in God into your dreams. And when you do, he ignites your passion. You know, when you, like Steve said, when you start to live in that purpose that and know your worth, your value, your identity in Christ, there's nothing better than having a dream that God births out of you. Like I said, for me, it was my song and it just you know, to see what God did through that journey was amazing. And so you can find me at dreambigigniteyourpassion.com. And I think Steve said he would put a a link in the bio, but you know, my passion is to help others, to teach them how to actually practically live this out. How do you dream big and ignite your passion? And so I teach a four week class and it's all on the nuts and bolts. It's the who, what, when, where, why, and how of dreaming big. So great ending. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me. You, it's been a pleasure. Great to see you again. Great to see you. Thank you. This was another episode of the Embracing Brokenness podcast. For more information on Embracing Brokenness Ministries or to subscribe to our blog, podcast, YouTube channel, or engage with us on social media, please visit our website at embracingbrokenness.org. Thanks for joining us.